0: Hey everyone, what's up? It's your boy Kyle and welcome back to another episode of Life Well Lived. Today we're gonna be talking about something that's near and dear to my heart as part of my journey and that is confidence. It's something that for the longest time growing up I struggled with. I struggled with confidence. I struggled seeing myself in a positive light and that lack of confidence affected my life in many different ways. It, it made me struggle in relationships. It made me struggle in my business. It made me struggle in even seeing myself or becoming the person that I wanted to become. So. If you are someone that has struggled with confidence, if you are someone that is maybe not living your full potential, if you're looking to live a better life, well, heck, that's the whole purpose of this podcast, life well lived. Today, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some of the insecurities we may have. We're going to talk about how to overcome those insecurities, how to see ourselves in a more confident life and to become a more confident person person. So sit back, enjoy, turn your mind on to the possibility of what this podcast can do to change your life because everything, if we give it the opportunity, can make differences in our lives and change us so that we can have a life well lived. Hi guys, I'm Kyle Kirby, an entrepreneur, speaker, and friend, and welcome to Life Well Lived, a podcast designed to give you the ins and outs, the goods, and what you need to scale your life to the next level. So I wanted to start off the podcast by talking a little bit about my own insecurities as I grew up, as I moved into my later teen years, and even into a little bit of my early 20s. And, and I guess even some of the, the insecurities I deal with today, but um, some of the insecurities I started with that really affected me. So when it came to insecurities, it was really interesting, right? Um you know, I think it, it's kind of funny for those of you that have never met maybe met me in person. I, I'm 6'1", so I'm a relatively tall person, but I felt like my insecurities went so deep that like I even saw myself shorter than I was. And I know that might sound a little ridiculous, but for me, I, I was so insecure in who I was and so lacked confidence that I, I couldn't even like... I saw myself shorter than I was, you know, which is kind of um, ridiculous, you know, I always saw myself as, as not fit enough, maybe, um, especially as I moved into uh, high school, you know, I played soccer and in the locker room, you know, you guys would be in the locker room shirts off was never the fittest person felt very secure, insecure about it. You'd see other guys, you know, they had their six packs. And you know, I look back now, and you know, we're all like sophomores in high school, (laughs) probably, probably not much to look at period, but there was insecurity there. Um, You know, when I started my business, when I started working independently as an entrepreneur, I was insecure that I wasn't organized enough. When I started doing speaking things, when I started trying to get out and let my message be heard in the world, I was afraid that I was too loud or too obnoxious. And I had all these insecurities. And, And the interesting thing is, if you knew me at the time. On the outside, I probably looked like a very confident person, but inwardly, I didn't believe that. I, I've learned as I've gone throughout the years, and, and I'll share with you guys in a few minutes on, on how I really started changing that for myself, but I remember talking to a friend in high school, and he divulged to me a few years later that as early as fifth grade, he was in sixth grade at the time, I was in fifth grade, his name was Connor, and he had diver- divulged that... He thought I was the most confident person in the world, and he wished he had been like me. He had wished I had the confidence I had, the ability to not care what anyone thought and It's because I wore some crazy clothes in fifth grade and and he was like, "He uh, you wore these crazy shirts with these crazy colors and these pants and and you didn't give a flying you know whatever what anyone thought and it it was and and he told me that like that that confidence it made me want to be different it made me want to get out in the world it wanted it made me want to do other things but the reality of that and i think this is why this podcast this episode is so important because most of us Have those inner insecurities because at the time I was a fifth grader that I I felt like I had hand-me-down clothes that I felt like I had clothes that like I wanted to be cool. I wanted to wear man. This was probably what 2005 or four something like that. Um, I graduated 2011. So whatever fifth grade is minus that. I, I wish I'd had Hollister, Abercrombie & Fitch, American Eagle, whatever the popular brands were at the time, but instead I had like Goodwill stuff. And and I'm so grateful for my parents. My parents did an amazing job raising me and my four siblings. They, My mom and dad worked hard. They worked extra jobs. They they did everything they could. And we had a good, I, I, I'm not going to say that I had a bad, we were very, I would say a middle class family. Um... We did a lot of fun things, went on fun trips. I I was fortunate enough to go to a private school, but when you have five kids in a private school, you ain't also buying Abercrombie and Fitch clothes. You know, you're not buying Hollister clothes. So, so there was areas where you know my my shoes came from you know Walmart or Target. I and I'm so grateful for my my parents. I'm not trying to get down that path, but I as a fifth grader, I as a sixth grader was insecure. I was like, I, I'm not trying to be this person but i was on the outside and and the reason i want to point that out is because as i tell you my story the one thing that i didn't realize was i was confident okay as i went through middle school and high school and in my early 20s the truth was i was a confident person and i know there's a lot of you out there right now that the truth is you are confident you are a very confident person but you don't believe it on the inside And I want to walk through some of the steps today about how you can become a more confident person, because whether you see it or not, other people probably do. So it started in that in that fifth grade time period. Um... Same thing in in high school. I was very active in my high school. And on the outside, I probably looked very confident. I did student council. I played soccer. I did theater. I did the things that most people would probably consider confident things. And on the outside, people probably did see me as a confident person. But so often in our lives, it's what's happening on the inside. We never know the struggles that are going on inside somebody else's head. And it was, again, guys, I know this sounds ridiculous, but it was as small as like, I saw myself shorter than I actually was. How ridiculous is that to see yourself shorter than you actually are? But I did. I didn't think I was that tall. I, I wasn't fit enough. Um, you know, I, I grew up in a family that had very high expectations for grades. And I had my older sister, who's amazing to look up to, always did well in school. And, and I never, well, I'm not as good at grades as she is, right? Um, I was never the most talented in theater. I was never the most talented or skillful in soccer. I was never the most organized. Like, all these thoughts going through my head, I'm not enough, I'm not enough, I'm not enough, I'm not enough. And that starts weighing on you right? So I'll tell you the day that changed my life was I was working at Herbalife already. I started working out of Nutrition HQ in Hudson. And my mentor, Patrick Van Buzzkirk said something that truly changed my life. And this might sound like a small switch. But for me, it changed everything. Because Patrick told me something I already knew, I just needed to hear it to have well, to have confidence in myself, and and I heard I, I'm not going to remember it exactly, but there's some poet or literature author. I remember learning this my senior year of high school, that there's some guy out there that had talked about the job of the poet is to tell us the things we already know. Their their job is to be a mirror and reflect what we already know inwardly, and I think that's an interesting thing because. I think throughout my life, and I'm sure you guys have had people in your life that you would consider poets, that they tell you the things you already know and they're merely just a reflection of what you have on the inside that you just needed to hear outwardly or you needed somebody else to tell you in a different light for you to fully become aware of it or fully understand it. And so at the time, Patrick was my poet in that way. He was the guy that, told me the things that I needed to hear to change my life and it was as simple as a sentence of this I, it, it's crazy to me because you know it's I, I always think of Inception I watched Inception a couple weeks ago for those of you that um haven't seen Inception it's got Leonardo DiCaprio in it and Tom Hardy and then the whole thing is about like a dream within a dream and how a single idea can change someone's life And that's what it was for me. It was a single idea, I apologize. I think the air conditioning just popped on if you guys hear that in the background, but a single idea that changed, that changes everything. And for me, that was what Patrick had said to me. It it was a single idea that honestly, as it began to grow in my mind, changed my entire life. And here's what he said to me. He said, it doesn't matter if you don't see yourself as confident. The rest of the world sees you as confident, so start acting like it. Boom. Life-changing. And now for you, that might sound like a simple sentence. Well, okay, you, everyone else sees you as confident, so start acting. But what he said to me was, everyone else around you sees you as confident. So whether you feel confident or are dealing with these insecurities, that's mute. That's a mute point. Start acting confident because everybody else already sees you are. And what that allowed me to do was begin to live my life in a confident way. And I'll disclaimer by saying this, it wasn't an overnight thing. It wasn't like, oop, well, I'm a confident person. Now let me go do these things. Because fast forward many years, this was probably 2012, it's 2020 now, I would consider myself a very confident person. I'm very confident in who I am, what I stand for, the things I do, I'm very confident Do I have insecurities? Of course. I think we all deal with insecurities. That's part of the journey of life. But I'm a very confident person. Fast forward six, seven years, seven, eight years, and I'm a very confident person. But it didn't happen overnight. It started with an idea of everybody else sees you as confident, so start acting like it. And that allowed me the freedom to begin acting like it. And you know, there's that famous saying, fake it till you make it. I know that some people agree with that. Some people... But what it allowed me to do was to start acting more confident. So when it came to my business, I started acting more confident in my presentations and the way I worked with customers. I started being more confident working with my team. It it led me to be more confident in my relationship with my wife I'll a a small tangent here but you know I used to um really struggle with confidence and insecurities with my relationship with Beth because there was a guy that my wife um had hung out with prior to dating me and they never like dated but he was this guy that was an extreme romantic and everything he did like I swear he was like a modern day if any of you guys have read the Twilight books he was like Edward Cullen to the extreme I mean, this guy was the romantic, at least in my eyes. Who knows? He probably was dealing with his own stuff. Who knows what Beth? Obviously, he wasn't enough to to woo Beth. They never even started dating. But in my eyes, he was the ultimate romantic. And it, he was quote before me. Now they never dated, but I always saw him as this like competition, which led me to my early years. Remember, my my wife and I started dating in high school. My senior of high school, freshman year of college, and as we began our business, I had a lot of insecurities because romanticism is a struggle for me. Personally, I'm a guy that I'm fun, I'm I'm fun loving, I'm a good presenter, I'm a good talker, I'm confident, I'm very ambitious, and I'm kind of a goofball. I like to have fun. I like to, you know, josh around a little bit. But romance is a little bit of a struggle, like being the romantic guy you see in the movies to this day, 2020, I've been married for a little over four years now is a struggle. It's something I have to work with so you you can believe how I, I dealt with all these insecurities because this guy I saw as this crazy romantic and in my mind, even though Beth was with me, Beth didn't put anything on me. Beth was never like, I want you to be more romantic. She, she, she was like, you're phenomenal. You're doing great. Like, I chose you for a reason. I started dating you for a reason. Don't feel insecure. But I still did because I had all these thoughts in my mind that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't romantic enough. I didn't, I didn't do the right things. I didn't do enough things. I wasn't willing to do this thing or that thing. But they were all just in my mind, guys. So... One of my big points that I want to go over in this podcast, because that's silly. It's silly to think that I'm not romantic enough. It's silly to think I'm not confident. And it all starts with your mind. Because so much, so much, guys, of what we think, make up, feel about ourselves, see ourselves as, are just in our mind. If we can start training our minds to see ourselves in a more confident way, there you will then start acting more confident and it might not be as an easy as a switch for me for me i needed patrick to tell me that and for me that is what was able to make it up in my mind that i was able to change my life this has happened several times in my career i won't i won't dive into it but it it took a, a a single saying from someone i saw as an authority someone that i trusted to change my entire life they said one thing And it clicked it was like oh duh of course that's the way it is and boom that one thought kept growing until it became what it is today and for me that's what it was so my first challenge to you is start thinking in your mind and figure out what that switch needs to be again it's not gonna be an overnight change but that switch overnight will lead to long-term change and i want you to start thinking through how can I change my life? And maybe it's as simple as me telling you right now, hey, guess what? You are more amazing than you give yourself credit for. You're an amazing mom. You're an amazing dad. Feel confident in that. You're doing a great job raising your kids. Your kids are phenomenal. Don't don't feel guilty that you don't spend enough time with them or no, 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 no. Be confident in the person you are and the parent you are. Maybe you're a spouse. Be confident in the fact that You know how to romanticize your spouse the right way, that your spouse adores you and loves you. So have confidence in your relationship with them. Don't feel anxiety. Don't feel like you're not enough. Don't feel you're not pretty enough or handsome enough. No, you are with your spouse and your spouse is with you for a very specific reason. So have confidence in your relationship. At your job, have confidence in your job. It's not by accident that you have a job. I guarantee you, some of you might be thinking that. I, I got this job by accident. I I, I lucked into this job. It, it's too good to be true. No, guys, that is bull crap. I guarantee you, the reason you're at your job is because your entire life's events led up to the point where you were in that job for a very specific reason. Sure, it might look on the outset, well, I just, I got lucky. No, 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 you you might have, like there might've been a little bit of luck in the last 1%, but it was 25, 30, 35, 40, 45 years of you straight balling out, living your life, failing, succeeding, doing the things you need to do to get to that point, to be in the exact spot you are right now. So have confidence in that and guys i get so passionate about this because i want you to understand that confidence is such it's just a mindset as soon as you switch that mindset and begin working and thinking in a confident way you will become confident again not overnight but give it a month 3 months 6 months a year a couple years 5 years and you can change your freaking life people will see you as someone that is confident all the time and, and the goal is you want to get to this point where you have worked on the skill so much because that's what it is confidence is a skill no one is born confidence it's cultivated no one is no baby out there is born is like what up dogs like i'm com-. no one no, there's no baby like that babies are the whiny they cry they poop themselves they ain't confident in nothing you know, children might seem confident and, and you know, they probably are because they're not dealt in with the insecurities of the world. You, but you're not born confident. You cultivate it. You learn the skill. And the goal is that you work on the skill of confidence over a period of time and long enough that people think it's just a natural talent. I'm going to say that again because that's a key in life. And I think most of you have this. I, I think most of you probably have this in another area of your life, okay, where you've gotten so good at something that people think it's just a natural talent, okay? I'll, I'll share a personal experience with mine. Public speaking has been something that I'd love to do. I'm really starting to build my career, starting podcasts. I, I'm doing a lot of Facebook videos. Hopefully, we'll start YouTube here soon, doing speaking engagements, and people say to me like, oh, you're so good at it. you're You're just a natural on stage. True, but not true. Yes, I've developed the skill that I can step on a stage. I, I can do a podcast and, and it's not that difficult for me. But one, I still get butterflies. I still have vulnerabilities. Go back to episode one, the insecurities, the fear of putting myself out in the world. Sure, those still are there. I think that's there for every speaker. You're going to always have that. But through repetition, through skill, through time, I've learned to turn that fear, to turn that anxiety, to turn that feeling in the pit of my stomach, those butterflies into energy for myself so that I can give my best to an audience, that I can give my best to people. So people will say to me, well, you're just a natural. You did theater in high school. You're just a natural. You're a natural speaker. You just can come up with stuff off the top of my head. And I do, I will give you credit. I do believe that's a God-given gift. I do think sometimes when I open my mouth, God starts speaking through me and, and starts giving me the words to say. But I didn't at 18 years old know how to do this. I didn't at 20 years old know how to do this. I didn't at 23. I had to start learning. But again, it started as a small switch, maybe even as far as fifth grade when Connor said to me, like... Man, I I wish I was like you. You didn't care what anybody thought at all. And then fast forward a few years, it took Patrick saying something as small as everybody else sees you as confident, start acting like it. And it allowed me to start acting on that confidence to develop the skill of actually being a confident person. And I'm going to continue working on that skill. I'm 26 now. I want to continue being confident because I want to become so confident in the things that are important to me that I can give hope to other people and inspire them to feel confident in their lives and to change the things they're doing and to change their mindset. So to close out this little section before we go into some action items, there's a famous saying within Herbalife, the company I work with is, is change your mindset, change your life. And how true is that? And it can apply to anything. But speaking specifically today about confidence, change your mindset. Change your narrative instead of saying, I'm not good enough. I'm not confident. I'm too shy. No, you are confident. I am a confident person. I can do that. I will do that. And nobody is going to stop me because I'm confident in who I am, what God made me to be and my abilities and the freaking skills I've developed through the last blankety blank years of my life have confidence in that. Change your mindset, change your life. So we've done a little something here about changing our mindset, where we have decided today, we've made a decision, that's important, you got to make a one-time decision that you're going to be a more confident person, that you're going to live life with more confidence, and you're going to begin working on the skill. So let's talk a little bit about what confidence is exactly and how we develop the skill and I think there's a few as I was researching what I wanted to talk about in this episode there's a few different definitions of confidence and there's a few different ways to think of confidence so one of my My favorite sayings that I work a lot into my my presentations is the three C's, okay? So I want to start here because I think it's an important part to understand that confidence is a part of a formula, okay? So the three C's stand for this, clarity, confidence, certainty, and they're in those order. And the reason these three C's, clarity, confidence, and certainty are in that order is because we have to develop one before we get the other. But as you develop them in a cycle, you're going to get really good at all three. And especially the second one, which is confidence. So along this idea of clarity, confidence, and certainty, in order to have confidence in something, we have to practice it a lot. And I think that is going to be a key. So Depending on what you want to have confidence in, whether it's confidence as a parent, as a spouse, as a romantic, maybe it's confidence in your job, maybe it's confidence in in the marketplace, on on a sports team, wherever it is for you, it's going to take practice, okay? And let's use the gym as an example, okay? Because I think a lot of us with New Year's resolutions, it's 2020, we want to talk about the gym, okay? Okay. Because I think a lot of people, the very first time they go to the gym is that they don't have a lot of confidence, right? And people want to know, well, how do I get more confidence? And it's about acquiring confidence the skill in a particular area. So we talked about in the previous section, first, you gotta have the mindset. And I would say the mindset for something like the gym, and you can apply this to anything, but is you have to make the decision to go, right? You gotta change the mindset that the gym is a good thing, the gym is a positive thing, I'm a healthy person, I'm a fit person, and guess what fit and healthy people do? They go to the gym, they work out, they exercise, okay? So the three C's are clarity, confidence, and certainty. So how do we gain confidence, We have to gain clarity first. So here's how this works. You need to become crystal clear on what the heck you're doing. I think why people don't feel confident in the gym or their job or their life in general is they don't have certainty in the direction they're doing. So going back to the example specifically for the gym, do you have a specific workout plan? Do you know how to use these specific items at the gym? Do you know... You have a specific goal. Do you have clarity in what the heck you're doing? And for most people, the answer is no. And so they never gain the confidence to keep at the gym, to keep working out. And therefore, they never have certainty that it works and they fail. And guys, failing isn't bad as long as you get back up and try again. When failing becomes bad, it's when you give up, okay? So on the reverse side of it, Let's say you get crystal clear on what the heck you're doing at the gym. So you're going to do a plan where, okay, on, on Monday, I'm going to lift weights and I'm going to do pushing exercises. On Wednesday, I'm going to lift weights and I'm going to do exor- like pulling exercises like rows and lat pull downs, pull ups, whatever. And, and on Friday, I'm going to do a leg routine. And then on the days in between, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, I'm going to do some cardio. And then on Sunday, I'm going to give myself a rest day. That's clarity in a plan. And then you can take the clarity even closer on what exact exercises you're going to do. Clarity in, okay, Monday is a push day. I'm going to do the push press. I'm going to do a dumbbell shoulder press. And I'm going to do tricep extensions. Okay, I'm going to do those three exercises. And then you can take it a step further. I'm going to do four sets of 8 to 12. Okay, I'm going to do four sets of 8 to 12 with only one minute rest in between. Now we're getting crystal clear. I'm going to try to get this workout done in under 45 minutes. That's crystal clear. And then you go to YouTube and you take a step further by studying and becoming, again, crystal clear, getting clarity on exactly how to do those movements. How do I do a push press? How do I do a dumbbell shoulder press? How do I do tricep extensions? Do I have an app on my phone that can track the time so I know exactly how long a one-minute rest is? That's clarity, guys. What most people do when they go to the gym or in anything they do in life is they have a general idea. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to go to this machine and then this machine and I'm going to hop on this cardio equipment for a while. And they're not clear. They don't have clarity on what they're doing. And therefore, they never have confidence in their ability to do those things. And therefore, they never have certainty. Okay. But again, that can go even one step further because we're working on this cycle of, Clarity, confidence, certainty. So if we're going to take it one step further, and honestly, this is the most important step is action. Because so far, we're talking about clarity just in the head. We want clarity in the things we're doing so that we can go execute them. But if we never execute them, if we never take action, then it's just knowledge in our head. So the last step of the clarity process is actually going out and doing the deal and stepping into the arena. Go back to episode one. We talked about being vulnerable to step into the arena because you can have all the knowledge using the gym example. You can have all the knowledge in the world of how to work out, of how to do a bicep or a tricep or push press or dumbbell exercise, how to use the cardio equipment. You can have all that knowledge, but it's still up to you to take that vulnerability, that risk, that action step to get in your car. Go to the gym and walk in no matter what state you're in. And I know that's tough, guys. I know I know that can be tough for a lot of you because you feel like you're not at the point where you can go to the gym and you feel like y- you're going to get made fun of and you're going you're, you don't know what the heck you're doing, but that's where the practice comes in. And you have to be patient with yourself and you have to be willing enough to take that risk, even with the fear of criticism, even in the fear of being in the arena and that you could fail because all the knowledge doesn't matter, all the clarity doesn't matter until you get clear on the action because then you actually have to go and do the push press and you have to start with a five pound push press and get good at that and then add another five pounds, and then another five pounds, and then you're at 25 pounds, then 30 pounds, and 50 pounds, and you're getting stronger. Your muscles are getting worked. You do the same thing with the dumbbell exercises, and the tricep exercises, and the cardio machine. You start off by a little bit, but you practice it, and practice it, and practice it, and that's how you get clarity. You get so clear that somebody comes up to you and says, can you show me how to use this push press machine? And you say, "Absolutely, freaking I can, because I've got the knowledge, and now I've got the knowledge implemented into action. And guess what, guys? If you can do that, confidence is there. All of a sudden, it clicks. You're like, holy crap, I'm confident in how to use this machine. I'm confident in myself as a parent. I'm confident in myself as a business person. I'm confident in myself as an entrepreneur, as a student, as an athlete. I'm confident. And now here's where the fun comes in. As we gain the confidence and as we get the confidence, we start seeing results. So those clarity leads to confidence and confidence leads to results. So with the gym, you're, you're starting to lose weight. Your pants and your clothes are starting to fit better. You're starting to get stronger. You got that confidence. That confidence leads to results and that results leads to certainty that it works. And that's what it's all about. Because you've gained the clarity, you gained confidence in yourself and your ability to do that thing, and that confidence comes through practice, through action, which gives you certainty that, man, I'm good at this. Man, I can make this gym thing. Man, I'm down 50 pounds, 100 pounds. Man, I'm really good at the bench press, at the deadlift. I'm really good at the 5K. I can run it really fast. Which then gives us the ability, which is this where the cycle comes in, to gain more clarity in the action, which is going to lead to more confidence and more certainty, which leads to more clarity, which leads to more confidence, results, certainty. Clarity, confidence, certainty. Clarity, confidence, certainty. And we can do this with anything in our life, guys. This is the powerful part. It doesn't happen overnight. But I guarantee you, you can think of things in your life right now that you are damn confident in. And I guarantee you, you could tell me, Anything and everything I want to know about that thing, okay? I was talking to my, my buddy, Mark Johnson. Mark's my, my best friend, and he's a football scout, works for fantasypros.com. And I asked him, when I was thinking of comment, I'm like, who are the most confident people I know? And Mark popped in my mind. He has a, a saying all the time when it comes to football. He says, I do this all the time, where we'll be on Snapchat or texting, and in all caps, he goes, I do this anytime he's right about something with football scouting, because he's a brilliant football scout. He can look at teams. He can do mock drafts into the NFL. He can do scouting reports. He's brilliant when it comes to college players, NFL players, all this sort of stuff. And so when I was thinking, who are the most confident people I know in my life, Mark came to mind. So I was texting him and I just simply asked him, why are you so confident in football? And his answer is exactly what we're talking about. He talked about the reason he's so confident is because he knows he's put in the hours. He knows he's put in the work. He knows he's done the study. He knows he's watched the film. He's written enough reports. He's written enough articles. He's 100% confident that... When I say something dumb, you know, I I got a favorite player. I'm a big Georgia Bulldogs fan. So coming up here, I got the quarterback for the Bulldogs. His name is Jake Fromm. And, you know, me and my big mouth, I'm like, Jake Fromm is going to be the number one guy drafted in the NFL draft. I'm a big football guy. We're all big football guys. And Mark said, when I said that, he had so much confidence that he had no problem saying, you're 100% wrong, Kyle. He's a second rounder at best. And... Honestly, I couldn't argue with him because I know he's right. And even if I didn't know knowledge-wise, like, well, I don't know. I thought Jake Fromm was really good. Mark says it with such authority, such confidence that I don't even argue with him. But where does that confidence come from? Hours and hours and hours and hours of film study. Hours and hours and hours and hours of working on his craft. Hours and hours and hours and hours and weeks and weeks and weeks and months and months. And years and years and years of developing the skill of becoming a football scout. So of course, Mark is going to be confident and you guys have stuff like this in your life that you're 100% confident in because you've put in the hours. But here's the fun part. You guys can do this with any skill in your life. You can do this with confidence alone. How do you practice confidence? You get more clarity on how to be more confident. You ask questions of those that are confident. You begin working on confidence you look up the definitions of confidence you look up top personal development people and what their thoughts on confidence are and so you gain all this knowledge clarity on what confidence is how confidence is portrayed and what to do you want to become a more confidence person a more confident person you better start studying confidence you want to become more confident in leadership. You want to become more confident in organization? You want to become more confident in the gym or in weight loss or nutrition or parenthood or romance? You better start studying those things because as you gain clarity and then, again, the key is putting that clarity to action, you will gain confidence. Those confidence will start leading to results. If I'm studying and putting into action romance, yeah, the first couple times it might be a little awkward with my wife. She might be like, "Well, you're usually a little goofy. What's with this romance? Just let me practice it, right? Your kids might be like, what the heck's going on, mom? What the heck's going on, dad? Let me practice it. You got to put into action the knowledge you have. But as you practice it, as you gain confidence in those skills – You will then see results. My wife will start responding to my romance. Your kids will start responding to your parents. Your your boss or your employees or your team will start responding to your new knowledge, your new action. And therefore, it gives you certainty that this freaking works. And when things work, When you get results, you're going to continue doing those things. I think nutrition is such a big part. Like as a wellness coach myself, no one ever goes and and like, okay, I I did this, this, and this, and I lost 10 pounds. Well, I'm going to stop doing that, that, and that. No, they don't say that. They, They say, I did this, this, and this. I lost 10 pounds. So guess what? I'm going to do this, this, and this again. Whenever my clients have a really good week, when they lose two, three, four pounds, whatever it may be for them, I ask them, what did you do this week? And they tell me, boom, 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 boom. Great, do that exact same thing again, because you were clear on what you were doing. You were, you were able to tell me exactly what you did. That clarity, and, and guys, I get that I'm repeating myself, like, but I think this is so important to cement in the the clarity led to action of you actually doing those things you followed the meal plan i gave you 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 did the snacks i gave you you did the shakes i gave you you did the dinners i gave you you, get, you took the clarity and you put it into action and that gave you confidence because you saw like and you did it and you practiced it and you gained confidence even if if you didn't believe me at first you trusted me enough and you gained confidence you now saw the result of losing two pounds three pounds whatever that may be for that person which gives you certainty. Well, the, dang, Kyle's plan really works. And then we gain more clarity, more confidence, more certainty. I know I'm repeating myself, but if you guys can nail this into your mind, it will change your entire life. So whatever it is, even if it's confidence itself, think of the three C's, clarity, confidence, certainty. Repeat that cycle and over and over practice the skill. You actually have to take action and watch your life change. All right, guys, to wrap up this episode, I've got a couple thoughts that I've written down in preparation for this episode that I want to share with you guys and just expound on a few of those thoughts. So um, a few of these I got from, I don't 100% know how to pronounce his name, but Tom bill you he he is uh i think he like was the founder or the investor of like quest protein bars and he's really good on leadership and one of the things he talked about is um he said earn credibility with yourself this is on how to gain confidence earn credibility with yourself by doing something hard every day And get really good at something you care deeply about. And I like that because it expounds a little bit about what we talked in the last section. We talked about that you have to practice. You have to practice daily and get really good. You got to get really good at something. And I like that he takes it a step further of getting good at something you really care about. Okay, So it would be pointless if you, I don't know, don't care about... I don't know, fitness and nutrition, you should care about fitness and nutrition, but if you don't care about fitness and nutrition, to start really practicing fitness and nutrition. Don't practice and try to get good at things. There's no reason to get clarity, confidence, and certainty on things you don't care about. So make sure it's something that you're deeply passionate about, something that you truly feel will change your life. And then he talks about gaining credibility with yourself by doing something hard daily one of the best things to gain confidence is by stepping outside of your comfort zone on a daily basis doing something that's difficult in major or minor ways but something that challenges yourself so that you gain credibility with yourself that dang i can do this i i i can take that step i can be that person i can do the hard things in life and i trust myself which then allows me to try new things and gain clarity in new areas, and become confident in new areas, and certainty in new areas, so I love that quote by Tom, Um, he also talks about, um, or I'm sorry, not that he talks about, another thought I had written down is, you know, confidence isn't walking into the room, and, and looking around the room, and I think, I don't know, maybe this is a guy thing, but I don't know if women do this too, but I know guys do this a lot, but Confidence is not walking into the room and thinking you're better than everybody else. I got better shoes than that person, boom, confidence. I got better clothes than that person, boom, confidence. I'm richer than that person, boom, confidence. I'm better looking, boom, confidence. My hair's better done, boom, no, no, no. That's not not confidence. Confidence is walking into a room and realizing it doesn't matter. (laughs) Like, it doesn't matter what people think and... You don't actually care about the opinions of others. Now, let me go down a little bit of a thought process here. Don't get me wrong. Don't be naive to people's thoughts, right? If you're a giant douchebag, if you're just an a-hole to everybody, like you should care about that and, and figure out how to change. But you should not care what other people's opinions of you are, especially if those people are not in the arena with you if they're not the ones stepping out to be vulnerable, if they're not the ones taking action, don't give, don't care what they think. I was gonna say a flying, don't care what they think because they don't matter. So confidence isn't walking in the room thinking you're better than everybody else, greater than everybody else. That's not confidence. Confidence is walking in the room and realizing those things don't matter. And confidence is having enough faith in yourself in your own skills, in your own abilities, in who you are at the core, that it doesn't matter the shoes I have on. It doesn't matter the clothes I'm wearing. It doesn't matter my bank account. It doesn't matter whether you think I did this or that. It doesn't matter if you think I'm pompous or humble. It, it doesn't matter. I'm going to do me. I love how Rachel Hollis says it. I've been using this quote all the time. You do you, boo. Th- that's confidence. You do you, boo. Do what you feel is right at your core. Listen to those you trust. You should have a circle of people, mentors. For me, it's also my wife, my in laws. You should have a circle of people that they can tell you when you're off course. Mm, that's not right. You want those people. But don't listen to the rest of the crowd. Don't listen to the critics that are in the stands. Don't listen to the people that just are naysayers. Like, I, I, I tell my, my team this all the time you're always going to get negative people. Jesus was literally the most perfect human on earth half man, half human, or half man, half God. Like, but literally he was perfect. He never sinned. And they crucified him. (laughs) They said terrible things against him. He was perfect. And they put him to death. Okay. Until three days later, later, he rose from the dead. That's a discussion for another time. But, um, and he will return one day. Okay. I digress though. But even the most perfect people get negativity. So when we get negativity in our life, like just know that criticism is a part of life. So, Confidence isn't being naive; it's just not being emotionally detached. I love the example, and this is especially specific if you work in anything with sales. Um, but I think it can apply to anybody in the world. As I love the the mindset of like the waitress at Denny's. Okay, the waitress at Denny's or Perkins or or Waffle House or wherever you're closest, she goes table to table with a pot of coffee, and everybody that's got a pot. Uh, a, a cup of coffee, she stops the table and says, would you like some coffee? And you either say yes or no. If you say yes, she pours you coffee. If you say no, she moves to the next table and asks again. Now we can go into big old thing of sales here, but let's talk specifically about confidence is she's not emotionally attached to the outcome. She doesn't go you go, yes, I'd love some coffee. She goes, oh, thank you so much. I really needed to pour this cup of coffee. The last six people have said no, and I really needed this cup of coffee poured. She didn't say that. And on the other side of it, when you say no, no, I'm good. I don't need coffee. She doesn't go, what? <laughs> but I made this coffee special for you. This coffee has so many benefits. This coffee is so special. This-. She doesn't say that. She goes, okay, thank you, and moves on to the next person and asks the next person because she's not emotionally attached to the outcome. And confidence is the same way. You can't be emotionally attached to the outcome. Those that are around you that are important to you, those mentors, those close friends, maybe a spouse, care about their opinions, listen to their opinions, and make sure you're on the right path. But confidence is being able to walk in a room and not caring what people think. So do you. Wear the clothes that you want to wear. Do your hair the way you want to do. Wear your makeup. Put on the shoes. Wear the jacket. Do the thing that you want to do that you believe at your core is the right thing to do. That is confidence. And when you can start living your life in that way, you will see things start to change for you. You will have people say to you, man, that person is so freaking confident. And all you're doing is not listening to the naysayers. You're just doing your deal, living your life, and you doing you, boo. And that's going to make you look like and be, at the core of who you are, a very confident person. So let's talk a little bit about confidence doesn't mean you stop trying either. So you don't... Gain confidence and gain skill in an area, and get to this point where you're completely confident in everything, and so you stop doing it. Like you don't imagine that. We'll go back to the gym example. No one is finally like, great, I can finally bench press two hundred pounds, and then they're like, all right, guess I'm done bench pressing. Check that off the list. No, no, no. Confidence doesn't mean you stop trying at all. You you still got to go do the work because if you stop acquiring the skills, the the three C's working in opposite. Because if you stop acquiring the skills, stop getting clarity, stop getting certainty, you're going to get less confidence, which is going to make you go to the gym less, which gives you less clarity, less confidence, and I can keep going on. So you have to make sure you're continually practicing the skills. The the gaining of knowledge, the practicing of confidence, the practicing of whatever you want to get good at or get confident in, even if it's confidence itself, you have to continue practicing. And guys, I want to finish with this thought here. There's a whole movement in the world. You know, people talk about you got to find yourself. (laughs) I always think that's kind of a funny, funny term. You got to find yourself. I got to find who I am. I can't do that right now. I got to find who I am. No, no, no. That's a lie, guys. You create yourself. You get to design every day the person you are going to be because it starts in your mind change your mindset change your life this ain't about finding yourself you're not walking through a door through a corn maze and you're hoping oh I hope I pick up my personality I sure hope there's confidence in that personality no you're, you're walking through life and you're creating yourself as you go you see that next hill in life and you think to yourself I got to gain confidence to step over the skill over that hill I need to gain the skills In order to do that thing, I need to start acting more confidently to be a better husband, wife, mom, dad, parent, spouse, whatever it is for you, employee, boss, entrepreneur. You got to start applying the skills. You got to start being more confident and it all starts in your mind. And I want to end with this thought because as we work on The theme of this podcast, life well-lived. In order to live, we'll say the good life. In order to live a life well-lived, it has to be a life by design. It can't be just something that you flip-flop in life, hoping these things happen, hoping this skill gets developed. No, it has to be intentional. You got to get clarity on the person you want to become. You got to gain confidence in who that person is. And through results, through failing, failure is part of the process, through failing and then getting back up again and failing and getting back up again, you're going to see results, which gives you certainty of who you are and where you're going. And it lets you start the cycle over again. Clarity, confidence, certainty. We ain't about finding ourselves along the way, guys. You get to decide. You get to make the decision. That you are going to design your life in this way. That you are going to become this person. And then you just have to get to work daily, hourly, minute by minute. You have to put in the hours to make that a reality for yourself. And on the other side of that is confidence. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Life Well Lived. I'm your host, Kyle Kirby. Thanks for hanging out with me as we uh, talk about confidence and designing your life. I hope this podcast can help inspire you, change you. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Fitness by Kirby. That's Fitness by K-I-R-B-Y. You can also find me on Facebook, Kyle Kirby from Wisconsin and guys with that um this is episode number 3 so if you have not yet please subscribe we're currently on Spotify working on getting up on all the major podcast platforms But make sure you go back and listen to number one and number two. Number one, we're talking about an intro to me so you can get a little bit more familiar in who I am. We also talk a little bit about vulnerability and stepping into the arena and doing things, even the scary things. Episode number two is about goal setting. So that's really important and how to set goals for 2020 and... We're moving into this next week talking a little bit about confidence. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you guys follow me on Instagram or Facebook, make sure to leave me a message. If you'd like to hear some other types of lessons or teachings or you'd like me to talk about anything that's on your heart, please drop me a DM on any of those major platforms or even here on the podcast. You can send me a message. With that, I love you all. I hope you guys have an amazing week and thanks for sharing this time with me.